0: Hey, what's up, Lister? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Black Panther continues to climb the box office at a crazy pace. Avengers Infinity War rumored runtime revealed, and they moved up the release date. Geek Mooner! Joss Whedon exits the Batgirl movie. Aquaman has test screened, and Marvel Comics is set to relaunch their whole line again. Why are you putting people through this? Plus, a quick discussion on Ryan Coogler's first movie, Fruitvale Station, an audio comment from a listener, and so much more, all in this edition of the Jockin' Nerd Weekly for Thursday, March 1st, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This
1: is for all you fans out there. Let's give it up. Jockin', are nerdin', be funny, disturbing.
0: hey 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 what's happening listener thanks for hanging out and welcome to the jock and nerd podcast jock and nerd my name is imran
2: my name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock.
2: And he's the nerd.
0: And he is the rug boy. What's up, Rugs? Good earth to you. What's up, dudes? You can call me Rerun. Let me break dance. That's right. Flip the hands around. D. Where's my quarter? I'll give you a quarter D right now to go down to the school. <laughs> I'll tell mama. Uh, uh, Raj. Now Raj, you know I'll tell mama. Uh, people under the age of 40 have no, no idea what we're, we're talking, talking about. Yes. One of my favorite shows. Anthony, what's happening? No. Nothing. No. Shirley, the diner. Raj Rerun. Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne. <laughs> Anyways, if you're a new listener, this is not the What's Happening uh, retro review show. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose every week when you subscribe to the podcast, whether it's in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We're on Spotify. If you live on Spotify, check us out there. We got a lot of new listeners writing in saying they found us on Spotify. It's very cool. Uh, but for this show were You expecting
2: this- a comment there? You had a nice little pause.
0: Yeah, no. Was I? I, I don't know how. I have to breathe at some point, you motherfuckers.
2: I don't I don't believe you actually It's just
3: breathe.
0: so weird to hear you like not say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to activate my third lung to, to start talking. Look, this is we're gonna do this show. There's so much news we got. We got I got so much news. Strap in listener, you're gonna be hanging out with us for the next four or five hours. Believe me, it's a lot of exciting stuff. I'm kidding. Not that long. Uh, we're going to go over that because last episode we did Black Panther. We didn't really catch up on the reviews. Uh, and then uh, I noticed we all just kind of watched Fruitvale Station, Ryan Coogler's first movie, like on a whim, on the yeah. same day. Well, I, by I needed to
3: rewatch it because I was listening to the podcast from Black Panther, and there was one point where I was talking about Ryan Coogler's directing, and I said, my exact words, he puts the camera on things that he wants you to see. And I wanted to slap <laughs> myself. I'm like, why didn't I? Why wasn't I able to vocalize his direction? And I, I was like, I got to go watch Fruit, Fruitvale Station again. And uh, I remembered things that I wanted to say. And I, and, and I, and I was upset and... I was happy I saw it again because I got a whole new perspective on that movie.
0: Because then, Anthony, you were like, I'm going to watch it. And when I was like, well, shit, I'm going to fucking watch it, too. It's on the Netflix. So we'll have just a quick discussion. I want to get your guys thoughts. Uh, And then lots of listener emails, questions, and an audio comment from the listener. Oh, shit. I love when we get those. Geek Boner. Gives me Geek Boner. Check out the show notes at jockener.com slash 210 for everything we talk about in this episode. And like I said, if you're a new listener check out our Black Panther review. It is the very last episode uh, where you had a great special guest, TJ Johnson from the voice from the underground podcast. Uh, that was a really fun show with a post credit scene at the end of the recording got to listen to the end. And then I went on and did their show and you can hear a really horrible karaoke rap battle between me and uh, Jason.
3: I got to listen to this.
0: <laughs> and it turns out Jason is the big old school hip hop fan over there. So we got to talk old school hip hop. That was a lot of fun. I'll put all links to all that in the show notes. Look, we have a lot of news. Let's get to it right now. The Jock, Jock. and Ned podcast. Get in touch with the show. Reach out and tickle. Our, um, taint. That sounds weird. That's Anthony's Anthony's jurisdiction. Oh, that's Anthony's job. Sorry. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, just visit our website, jockener.com slash contact where you can find our Twitter page, our Facebook page. You could send us your voice like a listener did at the end of the show. Very exciting. And you can join our awesome Facebook group called jock and nerd nation. Oh boy. I got a lot of welcomes. A lot of people joining this week. Welcome to Trista Brady. Sam Culper from the Breakers Podcast. Michael Cherkowski, who uh, runs vampirerobots.com goes to G Fest, sells awesome figurines of Godzilla. Check out that website. Andrew Paul Dusick, Felipe Sanchez, Alex Chase, and Matt Miller. Welcome to the nation. Thanks for listening, fellas. And, uh, and uh, Trista, do you think that's a girl? Guys, what do you think? Trista, yeah, I'd go with that being a girl. We got another one <laughs> raising Watch. our quota.
2: Watch, it's gonna be a fucking boy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably wrong. I have guest listeners' genders wrong before. Look, let's start by saying a hearty get well soon to Kevin Smith. Oh, Suffered yeah. a scary and near fatal heart attack earlier this week. Crazy. Uh Ruggs, you uh you texted me that first and I was like, Holy shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, it was February twenty sixth. He was uh he was supposed to do two stand up shows in Glendale, California. In between shows, he thought he was having a reaction to milk. He said, I felt a little nauseous, and then I tried to lay down on the floor. I wound, right. I wound up getting ill, like threw up, but mostly bile. So I thought, you know, I got some bad milk. Apparently, he dodged the Widowmaker. Oh, shit. That, that name is not good, obviously. No, that's like the main artery. That, it's the aorta. The L-A-D- yeah artery it was a blockage but uh he's okay now he's at home you can obviously you could see all the facebook videos and posts and tweets they put a stent in there they put a stent in there to keep the guy going and you know what it's weird but he, did you watch his whole story no, uh,
3: i mean his breakdown no. all right well let me, i'll tell you a little bit about give it give us the close no. notes he was so concerned with people seeing his fat gut and his small penis oh, no. that he fought. He fought like the hospital guys, really? from like <laughs> lifting up his shirt or like taking off his underwear. <laughs> I'm like, "What, dude? You're gonna die?" He's like, "No, like, let him see your small dick. We all know it's not big. Like, we know, like, we're, we don't like you because you're like this uh, Adonis with a huge cock. <laughs> That's what we like Anthony for.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you know what? That's so, why. I, this is why I love Kevin Smith, even near death." He's still thinking about uh, that, his fucking dick size. He's still talking making dick jokes. I thought that was hilarious. He's lost a lot of weight, but clearly, sometimes the shit is genetic. Like, losing weight doesn't necessarily mean you're going to dodge this thing. No. Uh, And then
2: I believe now he's tweeted like. Well, just because you lose weight doesn't mean the artery buildup in your arteries is going to just magically disappear. That shit didn't get there overnight. you was
0: fat. Yes, yes. (laughs) And And that buildup will eventually have to, you know, it didn't get there overnight. Right. So, wow, scary. I think he's vegetarian now. Is that what I'm reading? He's. I, I don't know if he's joking.
3: I guess uh, the he's worried about cholesterol and and building a plaque in his arteries. So uh,
0: he's got And I think his dad had uh, died of heart failure. Like, if it's in your genes, if it's in your family, you're more at risk. Yeah. yeah. You, you just take yeah. some Lipitor, dude. Lipitor. Yeah. It just makes you a little bit. It sounds like a cool Thor villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lipitor. Damn it, Lipitor! You've foiled me again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. it does. <laughs> Libertor's got the soul stone. We must stop him. Uh, yes. Listen, bro, all I got to say is Kevin Smith, like, uh, of course, he's getting tons of messages and, and well wishes, but he, he means a lot to a lot of people. This guy inspired filmmakers and inspired podcasters, continues to inspire creators. You know, his message of just make uh, shit and get it out there. Look, say what you want about the guy, about his talents or whatever, but
3: he was one of the first, like, dudes to... Come out as a geek and yeah, like, yeah. and really like expose the world to like how we think and what we say and our version of what's cool, you know. The
0: geek godfather that kind of got us to this place where you don't really have to be a closeted geek and nerd anymore, where it's mainstream. Like, he was part of starting all of this, yeah. And again, Clerks is a great example of how good writing saves
3: everything, <laughs> and he marches to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. He wears those hockey shirts.
0: I don't know why, but he
1: does
3: it. <laughs> the The
0: man just makes his weird movies now, like Tusk yeah, and that just other does one. What he, wants. he just does what he wants. He loves doing his podcasts, and I love listening to Fat Man on Batman. So I'm glad that he's better. And I can't I can't imagine like the mind-changing shit he's going to come up with now after living through this. You know a guy like Kevin... This is going to be like I've 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 seen I've seen the light and uh, it should be crazy. But man, I'm glad he's okay. Did
2: he mention that he was on the other side for a second or no?
0: I, I don't know. Ruggs, did he? I don't think he did. No, no
2: he said
3: what he said uh, that he said uh, that if the end were to come, he was fine with it. Yeah,
2: that's what he said. He was content. He was happy with what yeah. he did.
3: He, yeah. as
0: Jeff Buckley once said. Die with a satisfied mind. He says here, here's the quote, and I was like content. Like, it was weird. I don't know how to say it. I don't want to die. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, if the ferryman comes tonight, I got to pay him. Like, what a ride it's been. What an incredible fucking ride. So, man, he was he was ready. That's so crazy. Uh, you know what else is crazy? Have you heard about what Stan Lee's been going through? According to the Daily Mail, Stan Lee He's got pneumonia. Holy shit. Oh no! Daily, so he's ninety five. We that's not good. He was rushed to the hospital and back. He's battling pneumonia, but also according to this Daily Mail article, he is going through some shit with his manager and his nurse. He fired his longtime manager, Mac Max Anderson, amid claims of a plot to drive a wedge between him and his only t- child, daughter J C Lee for his estate. Also fired was Linda Sanchez, a nurse. It was his caretaker. She has gone missing. There is $1.4 million missing from Stanley's bank accounts. Uh, apparently, he's worth $50 million and all this, and he's battling pneumonia. I was like, holy fuck, Stanley's going through some shit.
3: Yeah. That's what man. happens when they see the vulture circling. Don't let them see you shining. <laughs> Did I do a Stan Lee impression? Well, you know how
0: much people love your Stan Lee impression, Ruggs. What would Stan, what would Stan Lee say at a time like this?
3: <laughs> when I was making Spider Man, <laughs> I never thought that my grungy lawyer was going to st- stink his disgusting hands into my pockets. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Excelsior! Going
1: great.
0: <laughs> People You don't lo- think of anything. <laughs> Cut this out. Idiot. People love no. I like that. People love Ruggs' Stanley impersonation. I
3: just like he he just says Spider-Man. Let me that's get that with thing. Jala bread. Oh, that's <laughs> what
0: I'll name him. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Jack, <laughs> okay, you asshole! So, look, <laughs> Jack Carby, I'm stealing your Jack, shit and giving you no Jack, credit, you son you of a bitch, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack, you son of a bitch, you created the best thing, but you're not getting any writing credit, Jack. Don't, don't believe it.
3: Remember when I was talking about his nurses? I'm like, you, hey, Chicky baby, come here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That, so this okay, this nurse Linda Sanchez that was fired, she admitted to giving him naked showers and was accused of giving him happy ending massages. Oh shit! Is that for real? According to this story in the Daily Mail, I left those details out. Happy ending Dang. massages? How is this shit working? I don't He's know. 95. It's just dust comes out of there? Or what? Yeah. That, uh, what, what is? What do you get? Ah, Take I I your hand off my penis. That's not what He's he not. was saying. <laughs> At that age, do you
2: like? Is it even do you even feel anything? Like what's going on? I just want to give a
3: mustache
0: rides. <laughs> Why do you think I grow this thing? All right. Look, get well, Stan. Get well, Kevin Smith. Let's talk about Black Panther. The movie that is continues to break box office records. Has it made a billion dollars yet? Uh, That's what I no, know. But we'll be Not getting yet. there close. Here's some more records that broke. Second weekend. The fucking movie scores a huge 111 million oh, dollars domestically.
2: A lot of movies be happy getting that in their first weekend.
0: Yes, that's more than Wonder Woman made opening weekend. Also, this is it's the fourth movie to crack 100 million in its second uh weekend opening weekend. That's amazing. Uh it's now the third highest grossing Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. It's the fifth highest superhero movie and i think it's like top 20 highest grossing movies of all time and to tally everything up let's not forget the $202 million opening weekend so far in 13 days of release this movie has made $428 million domestically 763 million oh, shit. worldwide anthony let me ask you this uh will it crack a billion
2: I was on the fence, but I, I remember last week I said eventually, yeah, it will. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, it will. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. This movie is at, what, 763 as of today, which is March 1st, and it's this is coming into its third week, and yes. I don't think it's opened up. I'm looking at the foreign markets right now. It still has, hasn't opened up in China no, or Japan I, no, or, like a good, or Russia. Yeah. A good indicator
3: of this is that you've seen it twice, and Imran's seen it twice, yep. And then TJ saw it three times. Yep. So people are seeing it repeat viewings. So that's just that the fact that people are in that mode where they're like, I'm going to see this again. Yes. Right. That's going to take it to a billion dollars. Uh, no, no sweat. Do you
0: think this thing could open at number one for a third weekend? It's possible. Well, Here's its out competition Red Sparrow. Uh it's all, okay. It's R rated. That's the now, one with
2: uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Law Death Wish yeah. with Bruce Willis. That I mm. saw a
0: commercial for that. That looks kind of fun.
2: But no, no one's seeing. It. No,
0: it's gonna go see. No, it. no one's gonna see that. But I was like, and Bruce Willis is an old ass superhero. I mean,
2: Jennifer
3: Lawrence has her clothes on in this movie. I think so. It's the bla- R rated uh, Black Widow movie.
2: I, I think. I think it will. I think it could be a third. Yeah. Okay,
0: so then my next question is: How far above a billion does it go? One point two billion. Finish? I think it just
2: it, it crosses a billion. That's yeah. it. I think it crosses a billion as well. I I I don't know if the international market is embracing it as
0: as much as the American market. It's blow past everyone's expectations. I'm gonna say when all is finished, it makes one point two billion. It is the third highest gross uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, just behind Avengers: Age of Ultron, which is at four fifty nine. So I think it can beat that
2: Avengers. Oh yeah, and then it will Marvel's The Avengers six twenty three. Well, Box Office Mojo predicts that it'll bring in around 65 million this weekend. Oh,
0: shit. Another which, 65 million. If
2: it hits that, it'll wow. be over 500 million, which be the second fastest film the top yes. 500 million, besting
0: Holy Star Christ.
2: Wars The Last Jedi by two days.
0: Nothing is stopping this thing. No. Uh, I can't wait till it I breaks I mean, Box Office
2: Mojo says it's going to hit 65 million this weekend oh. with Red Sparrow coming in in second with 19.
3: It's a better movie than Star Wars, so.
2: Oh, snap.
0: Oh, shit. It is, though. But it it, is, it it also has what I love about the first Star Wars is this world that you instantly fall in love with, characters you want to learn uh, more about, and you just kind of want to hang out there. Like it, ran, it reminded me a lot of Star Wars. Watching this was a lot like watching Star Wars for the first time because you're like, whoa, what is all this stuff? Uh, I want to know more about each and every little thing. And Black Panther does the same thing. It's crazy, man. Marvel's uh, they are uh, taking some this, major so, ass. Like I don't think Marvel has seen this is Marvel's most successful movie, right? Would you call this Marvel's most successful movie? It's not hyperbole.
2: I mean, it's up there. I mean, Avengers is probably its most successful It in turns into just box office, but um, it's
0: turning into like uh, something they have this not is experienced a cultural thing, before. thing right? Yes, yeah. yes.
2: Man, yeah, it's an, it's a, it's a, it's successful in a different way. It's successful in the monetarily and the culturally.
0: Look, and you know, it's great. Black, you got Ryan Coogler, my uh, Chadwick Boseman, great cast. But don't you f- do you feel like Kevin Feige's walking around like the fucking Godfather, in and out of meetings, just like walking in, not saying shit? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but do you think? Okay,
3: if you could like, if you could somehow subtract the hype from the cultural movement that this is, what do you think? Like, let's say like there was already uh, a Black Panther like released by another company yeah. or something. Yeah. And it, this was no longer the first one. Right. Do you think it would have made the same box office?
2: No, no. Okay. there There is that amount of hype where it's, this is a, this is the first time that we're yeah. seeing all of these African-Americans on screen. It's just
0: that like the way he presented it is it was, and it's such an organic uh, uh, transformation, organic story development of uh, the black Panther character. Like the and starting him in civil war was brilliant. And like, it makes sense. And it's just the right time. It's crazy how I think that's why For it's got similar. Like force awakens was so special because of the time. And it was kind of the first, and this is kind of like the same. This is the first, but it's like what is wonder woman had that kind of hype? Although this yeah. is killing yeah. wonder. Yeah. Man this even, is the, yeah, yeah. This is now made more money domestically than Woman. Um, I,
2: I got a funny, uh, I think I saw it on Batman on Batman. Yeah. But if you look at Chadwick Boseman's resume, like he's played Jackie Robinson, right. James Brown, James Brown, yeah. T'Challa yeah. as a Black Panther, yeah. Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. So the, the running joke is eventually Chadwick Boseman will play himself in a movie <laughs> as like a as this pioneer in the in terms of the industry.
0: Chadwick Boseman playing Chadwick as Boseman. Chadwick Boseman in the Chadwick Boseman biopic. Right. Called Chadwick Boseman. Uh, that's uh that's way too bad uh, I got this I found this great link from this website called emilycottontop.com Uh it's this Somali Twitter user uh, her name is uh, uh, Waris she's at diasporic blues she broke down all the African culture. In uh, the the influences of the costumes in this movie, I'll put this in the show notes. It's, it's very cool because she breaks down hairs where the lip plates are from this tribe in Ethiopia. Uh, Angela Bass's headdress is uh, looks like this Zulu traditional headdress. Uh, even the Dora Milaje, uh they look like uh, people in southern Kenya, and northern Tanzania. They, like the amount of detail they went when you go through these, you like they nailed the look of Africa. It's pretty awesome, you guys. Yeah,
2: I, I, I've seen this and. Um... The costume designer that did this is brilliant Ruthie
0: Carter's amazing.
2: Not only does it take um you know influence from African culture, which is awesome um but it also distinguished this problem that Marvel had where a lot of like when when big um groups of people are fighting, yeah, they just make everyone kind of look the same yes. But by just color coding everybody, you were like, oh, I can see, like, this is what's happening now. That's
0: true. The blue people are fighting the red red people. people. I I understand. It was easy to find the sides. Also, what you just said is something Bilotti mentioned in his comment on Facebook group. Did you notice kind of the red state, blue state, like he divided this family, made them fight each other, and it was like red versus blue? I don't know if that was intentional, but you could definitely read into that. There's so many things you could read into that. Uh, and then they came to a piece. Also, in this article, it says the language spoken in Wakanda is uh, Hosa with an X. I think it's a click. No, it's not. H-osa. How do you say it's it? not Called Hosa is called, or uh,
2: it's called a kosha. kosha. There, there it is. Like, There's a click. H-osha. There's a kosha. click. There's the click. And it's, a, it's an
0: actual language spoken by over 19 million people in South Africa. John Connie, who played T'Chaka, speaks this language. I think he's from South Africa. The XH is the is is the click. The click. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he, it was his kind of idea. He's like, let's just uh, speak this language. And they all learned to speak it. Uh, it was yeah, awesome. It's crazy. Awesome. The, the fucking- I remember
2: I watched Ryan Coogler do a, um, like, breakdown one of the scenes. And he's going, oh, shot. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, why is he clicking yeah. like that? And then I looked up that. That's that's actually a- XH is the, one of the clicks. And then there's like the, which is another pronounced or another spelling. They were and then clicking, clicking there's a, there's
0: a, in the movie. They were, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Rugs, comment on any of these photos? I'm not even looking at these. <laughs> okay. I'm just
3: <laughs> Should I look at them? Well, no, it's oh, fine. No, we're moving on. Not only I don't know how long you were gonna go on about we're it. We're done. So, uh... We're done
0: about it's beautiful though. Like just look at the detail. It's very cool to see. Uh oh, this is awesome. Yeah. No, you're a little bit behind. What were you doing? Were you on the toilet? I was thinking
4: <laughs> What were you thinking?
0: I... No. I'm say <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shop then. Uh <laughs> not only is the movie number one. For a second week in a row, the fucking soundtrack by Kendrick Lamar, also number one, two weeks in a row. Oh, shit. Not bad on the Billboard album chart. And also, Kendrick Lamar wants to play the villain in the sequel. Uh, the villain? Yeah. he wants. To, he's like, he, I want to be involved, but he specifically wants to play the bad guy he set. Okay. Uh, on a BBC radio interview, I don't know if I've ever seen him. Act. I don't know, can he act? I mean, if he could pull, if he could bring like a Michael B. Jordan, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but I mean, he wants to be the bad guy. No, Michael B. Jordan, no, he's, he's not, not a really he's good. Not gonna he's, be- he's a good actor. Come on, <laughs> Who, who's the who's the best?
2: Uh, who's the best uh, like hip hop rapper rap actor? Act- is it was it LL Common? Cool J?
0: Would you go Common? Common Would you go Ice so T Common, Ice Cube? Oh, Ice T's got a lot of television under his belt. Ice Cube has a also wide range, but he kind of plays himself and everything. Not like uh, Cool J? Sorry. <laughs> LL now just hosts lip sync rap battle. Right. Or I'm gonna battle. say Common. Common. Common is on that showtime show, The Shy. He's on there. He's very good. He's a very yeah. good actor. Uh Common, I think He's the first person that pops a yeah. say Rapper actor. I mean, Snoop has done stuff, but as himself, and no, but Snoop Boys plays himself. Red also, Man, himself they kind of play
2: themselves. They play themselves. We were t- the only, like, those four, I think, are the ones that. I'm sure we missed one.
3: The I, listener can play. I mean, like, 50 Cent acts <laughs> in some movies. You know. Eminem yeah, did
0: his cent. himself
2: as Eminem. Eminem did. Yeah. Ice
0: Cube, though, like, Ice Cube's had a long, long career, and his son is very good and straight out of comedy. Ice Compton. Cube,
2: and then Brother Ice T. Always oh, on like every fucking cop TV show, right? Which is hilarious. Right.
0: The guy who wrote a song called Cop Killer spends a large part of his career playing a fucking. What about cop. Uh, Sticky Fingers, who was Blade? Oh, he had the oh, t- yeah. TV series. That- <laughs> well,
2: not necessarily hip hop, but Tyrese is in a lot of movies. Ty- oh, yeah. I-, I
0: thought Tyrese is a musician.
2: He's an R&B artist. Oh, I thought he was an actor. He, he made, no, he made his hey as an R&B artist. Wow, and see, over. shit,
0: I always thought Tyrese was like an actor. I didn't even know he played well, music. What about Will Smith? He's a rapper. Will Smith, oh, snap.
2: We Will forgot. Smith is probably the best one,
3: right? Queen Latifah.
0: Latifah yeah. was also good. Queen Marky Latifah. Mark
3: was a rapper.
0: Mark,
3: <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Forgot about Marky Mark. Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Method Man, he's all right. Uh, Who else is good? Uh. Donald Glover raps. Oh, that's Donald true. Childish yeah. Gambino. Drake was an actor before he was a he rapper. He was on the grocery.
0: Yes,
2: Drake is actually a pretty decent actor. Um, Sticky Fingers. There's a
0: lot. Will Smith yeah. though, that's a big one. Uh, I remember when uh, Fresh Prince first debuted, and I was really into Will Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff, and I was like, "Holy shit, this fucking Prince! Fresh Prince!" All right, who's who's and a better actor, good.
2: Will Smith or Common? Ooh, that's
0: tough. Most deaf is also an actor. Most deaf, most deaf is yeah, actually really Def. good. I think Common's a better actor. Will Smith just has like that whole blockbuster package. Will, like Will Smith, I'd say
2: has more of that charisma. Yes, where it's yes. Like, like oh shit. Like, I think Common could handle
0: the yeah. role, media role. Like he's uh, he's more of an actor. Actor, than yeah. just like a blockbuster actor. There's a lot, so put fucking throw Kendrick Lamar in Black Panther so, through. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know if Kendrick
2: Lamar can act. but he I just I was like, be, a good question. Who could
0: he be? He could be like uh, Killmonger. No, 2 I wouldn't
2: do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go be. would for his Luda Luda first Chris? role.
0: Oh, Luther Prince yeah. all the Fast and Furious. Jesus
2: Christ! Chris. Everyone, all the rappers got into acting. That's good. Tupac was a Tupac was in a movie or two.
0: Uh, Tupac was in a bunch of movies. I think Will Smith yeah. really set that, that, that standard. He was like rapper TV. Bam. I'm a fucking movie star. Yeah. everyone's like, I'm doing that shit. I'm following that path. And well, uh, no, I mean, now there's no money in no, fucking music. No, you got to fucking no. tour your ass off. Yeah. You got to pay for it yourself and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I uh, got a couple more Marvel uh, bits of news, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, rumor on Avengers Infinity War. A couple of big things about Avengers Infinity War that just broke well, today. you going to talk more about that? Paul, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. First, let me talk about this rumor that came out before. Possible runtime points to two and a half hours making this the longest MCU movie to date. I don't think that's long enough. Make it forever. It should be. It should just go (laughs) on and on. And you could just come and go as you please. You buy a ticket. The theater shows one movie for the rest of the What's the longest movie you ever sat for? Ooh, there was. What was that? Titanic? There was. Titanic over three. Avatar. Ooh, Avatar. What's what's the runtime on Avatar? That's a good question. I saw that fucking Das Boot. English patient. No. (laughs) Das Boot was like four hours. I think I watched that. I don't know why. In the theater? I don't believe it. No, not in the theater. Das Boot is four hours and 53 minutes. I didn't watch it at one sitting. Right. Avatar is two hours 40. So not as long as Avatar. Man, it could, they should go two hours 40. Uh, okay, so that's the one rumor. It's not been confirmed, but that's probably what's going to happen because you need the, the, all the time you get. Here is the big deal. Shout out to Ray Swanson who posted this to the, to the Facebook group first. Uh, the Avengers Infinity War release date moves up one week Geek-moner. to April 27th. Here's what was going to happen. This movie was going to open everywhere internationally, uh, and then it was going to open in the US last in May 5th, which uh, sometimes it's not fair, but whatever. We had to sat through a lot. Now they're doing global day and date. All right, guys. Uh, here's, here's a couple of good things why it should do this Rampage comes out a week before, starring The Rock. So they're probably worried. Anybody else who had a movie planned April 27th, too bad, so sad, you're fucked. Rampage is April 27th? No, Rampage is the week before, right? Okay. So moving this back a week gives them an extra week before Deadpool 2, because Deadpool had moved into May, so it was getting crowded. Uh, Moving this back a week also gives Han Solo, the movie, an extra week of marketing space, because it's quickly getting to the point where Disney is their own biggest competition, They have to really plan out their release dates now because between the Disney's and the Pixar's and the Marvel movies, like they can't cannibalize each other. They got the planning has to be very tight. Uh, I also think this Disney and Marvel may be trying to grab the world record for a global movie opening. Oh shit. That like, they just look what black Panther did. They could easily, if they put this out at everywhere at once, we could have a record setting global opening and this will stop the international spoilers coming in. For everyone, I, I, I look I, this is not I love this obviously. It's coming well, out earlier. Mar-
2: Marvel's proven by like their release dates of like February yes. and like March and like November is like the the movie market used to be like mem- the first weekend in May is the start of summer and that's when you release your blockbuster and you can do it until like the end of July. And then the, you can do one again around the Christmas. But now it like it doesn't fucking matter. They're, they're, People see movies yes. when, regardless of when yes. they come out. So they're like fuck their, this the first weekend in May. But that's moving the back. Tradi- yeah, that's... No, we're moving it up. Like, yeah, that's, we're moving it up. Traditionally, like, the first weekend of May is, like, the kickoff to, like, summer blockbusters, but they're like, fuck it. We don't need to do that, and Han Solo, that movie, that movie needs to make some money, and we're not going to fucking cannibalize our shit. Yeah. And Deadpool 2 um, could be part of Disney
0: eventually. Yeah, but right now it's competition. Right now, it's, think, right now it's complicated.
3: I think that's a smart move because what they're going to do is open up their second week in the box office to be free of any competition. So what they... You know, they're basically going to just own the box office those two weeks. It's that so that's going to be insane. in their favor.
0: This is insane. And Did you just take a hit? No, I cleaned out my my vape. It was getting a little oh. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm cleaning out my
0: eight. <laughs> Somebody touch my smogger. Look, I couldn't be more excited. You don't think we heard that, you this, son of a this bitch. This is the best gift you could give a geek Geek-boner. right now. And they did it with like a, of course, probably a it seemed like a, a tweet exchanged between Robert Downey Jr. and Marvel Pictures, which of course was set up and pre-planned, but he was like, Hey, can this come out for everyone sooner? And they're like, Okay, sir, Mr. Stark. And uh released that poster April 27th everywhere. Holy shit, this will be global domination. I think they're going to break even more Isn't records. Isn't that easy to just change a date? I guess it is. This soon, too. They, well, they were planning to release this movie on the 27th internationally anyways. They just got to roll everything out all at once now. Uh, that's crazy. And then, you know, we, we I've read stories how Avengers 3 and 4 are going to be one big story tying up every MCU storyline to date, leading into the next phase which is nuts. Speaking of the next phase, they've also set release dates for six untitled Marvel films going into 2021, Holy 2022. Shit. Oh, There's six more dates after Avengers 4. So, you guys, what will be the MCU post Avengers 4? We know Spider- the Spider-Man sequel will be the first movie after Avengers 4, but I think we are looking at a very different MCU after that movie for these next six movies.
2: Um, I would go Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. You would have to assume. I think th- they've already announced that they're doing a Guardians three.
0: That's right, right. Guardians three. You know what? I'm surprised they, they haven't Black announced Black Panther two. I haven't, is I'm surprised a, a they, given. they haven't already announced that.
2: Yeah, right? I mean that's you a know? given. Yeah, I don't think they want to announce these movies because they don't want to spoil anything in Infinity War.
0: So I think in 2019 or close to Avengers four, we will find out.
2: I could see a doctor strange sequel. I could see a captain Marvel sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that takes up five movies. Who survives
0: is T'Challa in charge of the Avengers. Is there a whole new team? Is it secret Avengers? It's new Avengers. Holy shit. Like there's so many things they could do. And now we have, so there's six more movies. What's going to happen when that deal happens? (laughs) Well, that's very interesting. And I have, uh, I have some information about what Fox is doing right now regarding that deal, and we're going to get to that right after we take this quick break. We're going to play some promos, and we'll see you on the other side, listener. After these messages, we'll be right
4: back. What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast, along with my co host Bill. Every Thursday, we bring you. Classic hip hop. Classic. You know all the good stuff—the stuff that you forgot about—the golden age, pre-golden age, back to the original era. For all the pioneers, I'm going way back, way back. Each week we bring you hip hop headlines, so we let you know what's going on with your favorite artists from back in the day. We bring you woo news. We dedicate an entire segment just to the Wu Tang Clan every week.
1: Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with.
4: We bring you two records. One is a one and done. One is a record of the week. We give you an artist of the month. We give you all the classics. Classic. classic. Come and check us out every week. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and at Mr. ThrowbackThursday.com. And if you remember nothing else, always remember new school stale, old school fresh. How you doing? My name is PJ. I'm
5: from the Bickerbots podcast bickerbots podcast is basically what happens when you take a republican a libertarian and a liberal and sit them all in front of the mics and discuss current events and uh, most pop culture would it be cheating to bang a smoking hot sex robot pack would please it be answer because i need to know oh you need so. to know <laughs> so we here at the bickerbots podcast feel everyone's special even the gingers i'm going to apologize to all the ginger listeners at this time Ray Ray's a stout racist. You just said they should be fifty percent off at the adoption <laughs> homes. <laughs> just saying. Care about worldly issues like our brothers down under and their sex crazed koala bears. Koala chlamydia an all time high and is spreading. Yeah. Bro, get them koalas some fucking rubbers. <laughs> Here's the Bickerbots podcast, we don't judge people based on their sexuality. Yeah. Oh, not all of them, but but it's their version. It's not like so they have.
2: <clears throat> okay, huh? Interesting.
5: Oh, you're starting to think about all them catchmen fucking, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to the Beastie Alley episode. That was quite interesting conversation, let me tell you.
0: Uh, there's nothing interesting about it. It's just man, beast.
5: Love. love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, if you like what you heard, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, basically any platform you can download a podcast on. Doc 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 and Earth. Earth podcast.
0: Hey, we got a great fan club over at uh, jockaneer.com slash Patreon. It is a way for you, listener, if you've been enjoying the show, to help support the show financially with your generous donation and you get uh, access to an exclusive podcast feed, getting bonus content uh, all the time. It's lots of fun. Shout out, huge thank you We got another new patron this week, guys uh, By the name of Mark Boonanong Boonanong wow. Mark, somebody, uh, how, how about you say Mark that? Mark Boonong Boonong, Mark Boonong signing up this week Mark, oh. please
2: correct us, shoot us an email And tell us how to do it, uh, how to say your ahead. name
0: Thank you so much, Buddha. How do you
2: shoot? What's our email, Jack? It's show at jockanderd.com. Show- yeah, there it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> send it phonetically. I don't
2: email us, so I don't know. <laughs> you?
0: Why would you know your own email? I don't call myself. Uh, right. uh, but Anthony, look, I wanted to, uh it's the first of the month, so we're going to do the reading of the names, which is very traditional, because I we have to thank all these people. But yeah. let's disclose a little bit of real talk, where the money goes. Uh, a uh, uh, part of where oh the money that you guys give I us? see none of it. Rugs doesn't see any of it because we pay him in sandwiches, which is a lot yeah. cheaper than actually right? giving him yeah. money. But the money goes to host the media files you are listening to right now. The money goes to pay for the recording service we use to record everything separately, so I can maintain quality audio, and I have some standards, people. Uh, the money goes to domain registration and website hosting, which we just re-up for the year, and it was covered. Like this is truly becoming listener supported. It's so exciting! It's uh, awesome, it's really awesome. It also goes for new and replacement equipment and uh, stuff like promotional business cards. And Anthony, I want and both rugs. I want to ask you if we get more patrons. And I think that we could start maybe doing some raffles. Maybe everyone gets stickers. Uh, patrons, let us know. <laughs> stickers. 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 I'll send want a sticker. Some people like stickers. I will send it. <laughs> I will mail what about Snickers. What about free t-shirts? Let's get, let's get them a t-shirt. Okay. Maybe we do a raffle for a t-shirt once a month. Yeah. And everyone who is supports us is eligible for the raffle. That yeah. that could be fun. That's not a bad right? idea. That's a fun idea. You get to wear my face on your chest. <laughs> yes. You can wear a swearing. Uh, Look, listener, let us know if you like that idea. We will do a raffle uh, once a month. If everybody that pledges a dollar pledges $2 a month, yes.
2: then we can do more shit. Yes. <laughs> Double up. But I want i And I, I, I don't think most. We I know Wes was the one that answered yes. so will ask. Yeah. But, like, how does it, you know, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, but explain it. For a, a good while, to put this show on every week, we were basically losing money. So. It costs money to do all this shit, so we can't thank you enough for Dude, actually giving us some money. Yes,
0: it's amazing for that first time, like, the amount of you guys are, are, how you're supporting, you're literally producing, you're running the show. The other, what's the other option is you're going to hear me uh, say shit like, hey, listener, doesn't your bed suck? Or don't you hate going to the post office and using stamps? Or "Wouldn't you don't you wish you had pre-prepared meals sent to you that you could cook and put together? You're going to hear some bullshit ad uh, read. Do you want that, listener? Do you want that? Hey, Is your asshole dry? Is your asshole dry? If if they start painting us,
2: I'll fucking talk about your asshole. I don't care. If if there's someone out there that does
0: want to get your balls smell, (laughs) is your taint itchy? Well, you go to bed
2: at night and wake up in the morning.
0: (laughs) What? Use the code. You have these symptoms. (laughs) Use promo code. (laughs) You're just an asshole. Yeah, you're just an asshole. (laughs) So look, let's avoid all that unless someone's out there with a product that relates and wants to give us a lot of money. Uh, Well, we will discuss. But you don't want to hear no fucking live reads. That's why you should support the show. Okay, look. The, oh, it's the first show of the new month. I'm gonna. We have to thank all these people by name. But I wanted to do a little uh, a little game here with you guys. All right. All I right. wanted to play like a games. version of the name game called the superhero name game. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read a name, and we're each gonna go around. We are gonna name one character from a comic book that starts with the last letter of the person's name.
3: The last letter.
0: Yes. Okay. okay. Or should we do first letter? Well, we could do whatever it, you want. I don't know <laughs> how this game works. I'll go first. All right. So here, anything that was printed in a comic book—that's a character, a name, a name of a person. All right. You know, it's up for grabs. Okay. So, go ahead. You just can't repeat yourself. For example, we'll start with our newest patron. Thank you to Mark Bunong, and uh, I'm gonna go Green Lantern. There, see G Green Lantern.
2: Oh. Okay. So who's next to uh, me?
0: Anthony, yours is your uh, Philip Milan.
2: Phil, th- well, yes, Philip Milan. Also known as Namor. Oh,
0: that's pretty good. Rugs, uh, a place to hang your cape. That ends in an E, damn it. Well, there's a lot of E's. Come on. Ah, uh, Jesus. Now we're going to take
3: three hours. Electro. Um, Electro. Yeah. There we go. Well, thank Moving you. on. <laughs>
0: Matt Delhauer is Robin. Anthony, Steve Morrison. Shit. <laughs> Nightcrawler. There you there go. We go. <laughs> hey, you know what? Anybody just spit it out. We'll do that. Uh, Joe from work. Kazar. Uh, okay, that works. Stephen Tran. There's a lot of ends. So Nightshade. Nightshade. Jimmy Graben. Shit. No- oh. Nova. There Nova. Nova. Glick. I just said shit. He said shit. <laughs> Anthony Apodaca. Avengers. There you go. L- okay, here's another end. Lisa Morrison. Uh, we did them all. No, there's more ends. How about <laughs> Nebula? Nebula. There, there you, you go. All. Uh, Jess Rivera. Abomination. Chaz Hebord. Daredevil, Gabriel Bosco, Omega Man, Adam Morris, Spider Man. I'm gonna do that one. Matthew Lawrence, Excalibur, Wes Cranford. Did we say Daredevil? Deadshot. Deadshot's good. Travis Holton. Ah, crap. Another another end. A lot of ends. How about Nate? You said Namor. I said uh, Namor. How about uh, how about N- this is riveting? Nomad. By the way, Nomad. 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 Yeah. John Magat. Teen Titans right, well, that go. works. Jimmy McPike will go ego. Uh, Zika's oh. viral comics easy. Superman Ron Hans. Uh, she hulk <laughs> blazing caribou studios storm. Oh, I was gonna do one. That's good. Blake Braden. Crap. Oh. Uh, how about in from uh, Black Panther? Okay, and that counts. Okay. I'll allow it. Steve Lee ego. We said did, ego. You said ego. ah, crap. Uh. Uh, oh, how about in, in, uh, Enigma? Wasn't that the character from uh, Vertigo? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bonner Demling.
3: Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh,
0: Guardian. Joe Henry. Why? Yandu. Yandu. John Seifert. Uh, Tachaka. Yeah. Okay. There you Joe go. Pope.
3: Wow. Oh, Another E. Oh, Jesus. There's Electra. Electra yeah. is
0: good. And the last one, Brett Zofka up. Uh, there you go uh, we did it. well <laughs> done thank you to all those patrons
3: uh, for, this is what you pay for for your continued support we just wasted like at least that was 8 yeah, minutes No, I knew it would eat
0: up time which is why I wanted to do this so yeah. thanks joggernerd.com slash patreon okay Let's talk about Fox Marvel. Here's what's going on over there. This is really crazy. You were talking about what's going to happen after this deal. Well, apparently Fox uh, is acting like this deal ain't ain't happening. They are developing more new X-Men film properties than ever. They have many secret projects in development. One of them being a Silver Surfer standalone feature that's written by Brian K. Vaughn. A uh, quote from a Fox insider. We actually have way more in development and production in Marvel IP than at any point in the history of the studio. There's been zero slowdown on that front given Disney. You guys, what is this? Is this like Deadpool uh, giving them uh, and Logan giving them confidence that they they're really doubling down on their X universe
3: in development? That just means that they're writing scripts and pre vising
0: Well, yeah, but they got they got we have three X-Men movies coming out. Soon, Deadpool, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and then New Mutants that got pushed to next year. But I heard they're adding a character to that uh, in the reshoots. So that's always a good thing when they're adding a character. I think. It's a, uh, I think they can make it stronger. But what does this mean? Why are they doing this? Well, I think what happens
3: is if Marvel likes what it is, like if Marvel sees what's on the table and they like it, they'll just collect money from it. But if they're like, this is bullshit. We're not letting this come out. They're going to put a stop to it.
0: I don't know what to make of it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, I, for one, hopefully they can get us out some more R rated. Like imagine you bought a company and
3: they had it, all this stuff ready to go. And you're like, Hey, let's print some money. Yeah. Yeah. But if, but if it goes against their universe and they can't, it won't jive with what they have set up, then they're going to squash it.
0: I mean, I would oh, like to see a Silver Surfer movie written by Brian K. Vaughn. That's kind of exciting, and Rad. Kind of exciting. I would fuck and and like you can set up Galactus and do it right and shit. Maybe uh, they're just
2: doing this to to maybe like they're they're doing this because Disney is just like, hey, go do this, go get some of the leg work done, and they want to Fox wants to make it seem like, oh yeah, look, we're still we're still doing shit, but it's really Disney. Tell them to do it. I, 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 I I'm just, I'm just throwing yeah. ideas. I here. also,
0: I kind of like that they're hiring comic book guys to write these movies. They hired Brian Michael Bendis to work on this Project 143 that may be the Creedy Pride solo movie, and now they got Brian K. Vaughn to write Silver Surfer. Uh, that to me is finally kind of getting it right, because I'm always like, just hire the fucking comic book writers. What are you doing? Uh,
3: even though- I don't think that just hiring comic book writers is, is enough. Well, it's
0: got to be the right you one. You need to have the,
3: brain, yeah. the Marvel brain trust there that's that's kind of like molding it and keeping it, making sure that they're not like just taking their character and running with it. Everybody needs a Kevin Feige. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, let's move on to some DC Warner Brothers news. Uh, Joss Whedon has exited Batgirl after saying <laughs> he didn't have a story. Uh, what? Uh, this I think
3: it, <laughs> I, I think this is dubious. Yes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> this, I got I got a lot of thoughts on this one.
0: You're, so Josh, Josh, Whedon is saying goodbye. Uh, he said it's an exciting project, and he really didn't have a story. You're telling me, Josh, Whedon, Who did Buffy the Vampire Slayer? who's written comic books and directed the Avengers. He doesn't have a story for Batgirl. He can't pick up a fucking Batgirl comic book and work well, out a story. Well, I don't
2: think necessarily he's writing the whole thing, is he? We
3: keep hearing this about DC, though. Is that's yes people keep leaving on their own volition, but then we find out they were fired.
0: Yes, could this have been a thing where they promised him Batgirl to do finish Justice League, and then it bombed, and then they were like, you know what, uh, we don't think we want you to do Batgirl. I,
2: I I think I think a lot of that is true. I think they they hired him to do Justice League, like, hey, fix this. You did Avengers. You can bring make us Avengers us, for us. Bring us
0: home for us. He did not bring and them. Uh, he's like, I'll
2: do Batgirl. <laughs> So at the time, you're like, yeah, man, Joss Whedon, you know, that's a hot name. He does Batgirl. That's right in his wheelhouse. Then it, you know, Wonder Woman comes out and there's all this female-created, female created, um, female, you know, female directed superheroes with female leads. So now back, you know, Whedon being at first being considered like this activist for females. It's not necessarily what you need anymore. Then it comes out that he was like what was it like sexually harassing or was it making loot? Uh, yeah. He got, he got swept into that. He yeah, got swept too. into yeah. some sexual thing that yeah. didn't yeah. look good for him either. So now it's like, well, you got this supposed feminist who's doing uh not so good stuff. And yeah. he's directing a female film that really no one's asking for. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's it all, crazy. it all kind of, and, and, and justice league bombs. Yep. Yep. Yep.
3: It is some, there is some kind of stuff, but you know what? Like, it's just weird that the mentality. I saw all these tweets and all of these like, you know, you know, Twitter articles. You know that they're like, oh, Joss Whedon shouldn't direct a this movie because he's not a woman. And I'm like, okay, th- this is, is this what people are going to start saying now? Like, all these movies have to be directed by the people. You can't make a movie about anything unless the person is the same it's thing. got to be what all matchy matchy. <laughs> We're doing the matchy You're matchy not a thing.
0: Matchy matchy. Uh, look, I think the other thing is this Batgirl movie, according to this other article from the rap, the the DC films and Warner Brothers were in no hurry to move forward with Batgirl or Nightwing. They according to this insider, they still want to focus on the core members. Now they've given us Man of Steel, which is like one of their DC movies. They've given us Wonder Woman, a solid solo Wonder Woman movie. Uh Aquaman will get into uh, in a little bit, that's going to be a, sta- a standalone movie. So I just feel like they they, they, they don't want to do really Batgirl or worry about it right now. And they need a fresh start. They really shouldn't do Batgirl. No, no it's too soon. You still got like none of these things that what, they've what announced they need are to doing do, it.
2: What they need to do is really just focus on making one good movie at a yes. time. Yes.
0: Look, if you yeah, give us one. a good Aquaman, now you have a good Wonder Woman, good Aquaman, you're starting to build something. You got something. Wonder
2: Woman, you got Aquaman, focus on Aquaman, get that Wonder Woman 2 sequel out, and, and just go from there.
3: It's just funny that Joss Whedon was the man who's who put empowered women on the map yeah, with, with Buffy, Buffy the Vampire
2: Slayer. Can't
0: do a, it gets taken down. Not only and, and now he's
2: going out with like a whimper.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. It, it,
2: it, like this. This kind of feels like this is it for Joss Whedon
0: in terms of like. Whoa, big you think so? He might, or he may have to like take a break, and
3: I s- don't know.
2: It feels like he's going to go away
0: for a little mm. bit.
3: No, he's going to wait this out until
0: yeah. the pendulum swings in the yeah, opposite, yeah, have we, until we've moved on and it's moved back. Look, the the crazy part about this article in the wrap is at the very bottom, and is what I put it in there is. It says in at the end of this article, it says, in addition, a cloud looms over Warner Brothers because of the lawsuit by the Department of Justice against AT&T's $85 billion bid to buy studio parent company Time Warner. If the merger fails, an individual close to the company told the rap that Time Warner would likely be broken up into parts and sold separately as Warner Brothers, HBO, and Turner, leaving the fate of DC Comics a bit up in the air. Oh shit! They, if this so, there's so many things in the air. If this merger gets fucked up, they could s- sell off pieces of it, leaving Disney in another position to buy.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say, wouldn't, wouldn't if you were Disney, <laughs> they, wouldn't you just buy yes, DC and integrate buy that into DC your DC
0: Comics if they were gonna sell it? It, parts of that holy shit
3: if you introduce superman into the marvel universe
4: what would happen what would happen to, how what would they your even? whole
0: entire childhood would be just be destroyed Dude, we could be looking at a world where disney owns both marvel and dc comics absolutely well, at, at that point you just
2: you, <laughs> mean, you integrate dc in it's it's a no-brainer do right? you
0: or you keep it separate you still run them separate but you just make all the money but then I mean, the,
2: the money i mean you could keep them separate but how much money you think you'd make with like that would be Batman like double
0: doubling your doubling your
3: staff, doubling keeping everything separate. Right. When all there are is characters. Yeah. That's
0: I mean, it's crazy. So that'd th-
2: be would be I mean, I remember <laughs> as a kid, like I bought the D C versus Marvel comics. Amalgam.
0: They, yeah, the amalgam. They, Where they, they do like, like
2: in them the nineties. Yeah. I bought I have two of the issues now, like this is the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> read. Oh no. I, I never read I that it that. didn't look good. Well as a kid, I was I'm yeah, not yeah. saying as an yeah, adult, yeah. but as a kid I was like yeah. this this is everything I've ever wanted.
3: I like that there's competition. I like that they compete with one another and push each other to be better and uh that there are two so- two rivals. It's always good to have competition is always better.
0: Yeah, but it's not we're gonna have Disney, Amazon, Netflix, Apple. I mean not Netflix, Google. That's all they're when gonna it turns go,
3: into one corporation that tells you
0: how to think, yeah. how to feel then you gonna be like that so cool. uh, yeah but and if that merger doesn't go through this Fox Disney merger may also get blocked so uh speaking of aquaman they've had a test screening and uh early reactions say it's emotional and tonally similar to wonder woman now <laughs> the test screening people also thought suicide squad was a good movie so i don't know uh how much to trust these early test audiences yeah but- that's true they're calling it an emotional action movie. So that I guess that both well. Patrick Wilson
2: is apparently standing out as Orm.
0: As Orm as uh, steals uh, steals. I'm not a big fan of uh, Momoa, to be honest with you. Really, as uh, as uh, Arthur, I just don't, I mean I think he's okay, but I think a
2: guy that looks like that should yeah. have a lot more screen presence, and I yeah. feel like every time he's he on the screen, it. it's it. I'm not like gravitated to watch him.
0: <laughs> a little underwhelming,
2: right? Hmm,
0: that's interesting. I mean, we haven't seen him like. Really, be by himself, take the stage. Yeah,
2: he was in the like the the Hercules. I think. Reboot. Oh, he was, Conan. He was, he was Conan. Conan.
3: Conan. There
0: you go. I don't even remember that.
3: I don't think that movie was a terrible movie. Just it ended terribly. Yeah, the ending. They built up the bad guy in that movie. Like he's gonna get the powers, and if he gets the powers, he's gonna become a god. And then he got the powers, and nothing happened.
0: Uh, they're uh, they're bringing back Conan like a TV show. I forgot. There's gonna be uh, somebody made a deal. I wonder if it was Amazon or somebody for Conan TV show. I like Conan I, as a character, yeah, I would, but they never really get him right. I'll be down for like an awesome like HBO barbaric fucking TV show about Conan. 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 Uh, Conan, though. But uh, hopefully, TV we'll see. The host? Yeah. <laughs> Big red haired, <Why>? muscle bound guy. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we'll get a trailer for Aquaman soon. It is coming out at the end of this year. They haven't put out anything. I mm-hmm. think they have to wait till all this Marvel shit dies down. Yeah, you got to wait. There's no point in putting anything out right now. Uh, it's probably what they're seeing. Last bit of DC uh, film and news. Uh, we have someone being looked at for a villain role on Wonder Woman 2, the sequel, to play Cheetah. Apparently, they're looking at Kristen Wiig. Old SNL alum Kristen Wiig to play Cheetah in uh, Patty Jenkins' sequel, Wonder Has Woman 2. anyone II.
2: seen her in a dramatic role?
0: No. So, this one's going to be set in the 80s during the Cold War. She actually... Uh, What has she done? I think she can kind of pull off a straight dramatic role with a little dry humor. Rugs, what do you think about Kristen Wiig as Cheetah? I mean, I don't know. I mean,
3: to me, I don't like it. Is this because
0: is this are they going towards a more like quippy, funny tone for all these movies now? Uh,
3: I hope not. Yeah, that'll kind of ruin it.
0: I don't want that. I
3: think Wonder Woman was good because it had a great, it set a great tone. It was like serious. Had little bit moments of levity here and there, and there was some. There was a heart to it, and uh, it wasn't too cheesy. You know, it took itself somewhat seriously. So, I don't know if they're going to, I mean, it's either, they're going to do the Cheetah in CG, which now nah, it's going to be a CG fest uh, again. Uh, the bad guy's going to be a CG fest. So, like, I mean, Kristen Wiig's only gonna do like the the part of the like the woman who's either an archaeologist, right. The mocap, or and like, then mocap, maybe, yeah. Or, or no, like, they mo uh, mocap a, somebody a, there's, else. There's a select... There's two versions, or there's a bunch of different versions of Cheetah, right? But one is like an actress or something, or like a socialite, a famous chick, and the other one is like an archaeologist. Oh, Barbara in
0: so, Minerva, yeah,
3: was Cheetah yeah.
0: British archaeologist? She's yes. got a ton then, of different origins. Yeah. yeah, but I'm thinking it's going to be one of those yeah. two. Like a Charlize Theron would have been nice for a cheetah, but uh, we'll see if uh, we could pull Kristen it off.
2: Wig, I don't know. I don't know. Is she going
0: to be intimidating enough? I or don't.
3: Crazy? I don't know. I don't know. I just think that it's like a very
0: weird pick. Like you could take, you could have
3: taken any of the people that played in Amazon, plucked them out, right, and made them cheetah. And look at all those women that look like they are badass, and then you're going to put Kristen Wig in there, who kind of looks like she weighs like.
2: 80 pounds soaking yeah, wet. Yeah,
0: how's she going to be like an uh, intimidating uh, cheetah The first thing I superhero. thought of
2: was like uh, like when Robin Williams or like Adam Sandler stepped out and did non-comedy stuff. Yeah. But I don't know.
3: But Robin Williams could pull it Robin off. Robin Williams, Williams could pull, pull off Adam a Sandler psycho. Sandler he killed, he, he, he yes. killed uh, that. Uh, Photo movie? That, no, I mean the one with the
0: go Will Hunting. Oh, oh, yeah. he was fucking yeah. great in that. He has a villain yeah. in Insomnia, too, I think, and he was the bad guy in the photo movie. Uh, he was real yeah. in I the mean, photo uh, movie. clearly the depression was there, you know, based on how <laughs> okay. he went out. <laughs> so, like, he's tapping into something real. But uh, right. he was, I mean, he was, he's amazing in those crazy roles. So yeah, weird pick. Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, Wonder Woman 2. Uh, let's oh, see man, it like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if it I just, happens. I'm not like, I'm, like jazz, I'm not jazzed about it. I'm yeah. like,
3: eh, consigliatory about it at best. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just
0: weird. Okay. A couple of quick TV notes for uh, fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I still am. I'm still watching. Uh, they're in the middle of season five. Uh, after, and you know, the, this is coming back after DC mandated a season five when we didn't know it was coming back. Uh, but the way they're writing for the season five finale, the writers are prepared. They're going to write it as if the show is being canceled. So I think that's a smart move. I don't know. Disney is going to force them to ABC to renew this again. Uh, Rugs, Man,
2: I've I, uh, Let me just say, I don't yeah, watch I've, the show, but yeah. I've been on the that means it's going to get canceled every year it's been pushed back and really, right. and the days so yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I I I can't read the tea leaves at all on this show.
0: This is a show that moved from night to night, from time slot to slot, time slot. Push Every time back I was further. like, that, "That's a bad sign." That means it's going to get canceled, and,
2: and it didn't get canceled.
0: Oh, it's moving to eight. It's getting canceled. Oh, you're moving to Friday at seven. It's going to get canceled. Definitely get canceled, oh, get canceled oh, now. Friday at nine. Oh, now it's going to get canceled. <laughs> nope. Makes a season five. I think it's a really fun season. It's got you got time travel and space and Kree and it's fucking insane, crazy shit. But. I don't know if rugs. What do you think? Should they give it another season, or should they just write this as the end? I think they should end. It. I think I kind of. I think they
3: might should too. I think when it goes on this long, it should it should end.
0: So the one hundredth episode is coming up next week, March 9th, and it features the return of Hive and Lash Geek Booner. We'll be back in the show on the hundredth episode. Tune in. I'll hey. be there. which one is Lash is that the dad? Lash was uh the uh doctor uh who played him uh Blair the black guy. The black guy Blair. Uh what's his name? Uh oh. May's boyfriend. May's husband or boyfriend? May's husband. Right. He was Lash and then Hive is like are they bringing He was like the guy that looked like Blanca. Yeah. Yes, Blue yes. Blanca. And it was really bad with like the fucking really shitty dreads. Come out of his head, and then I guess Absorbing Man's gonna be back. Maybe we'll even see a uh, Deathlok. But I'm still look. I'm still enjoying the show, and I will enjoy it till the end. It'll be sad to see it go. But man, I don't know. I think you know, leading in with the Inhumans probably didn't help. And uh, I don't know how the ratings are right now. No, I just think that the show is like it's it's had some great
3: moments. It's had its great storylines, and they're really like uh, they're not going to get better. I don't think yeah the budget's not the same yeah. so they can't really go anywhere and they 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 blew up the fucking
0: earth. Well, now, but now they're back. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. They went back before.
3: It's. I know, but now like it doesn't matter anymore because now like nothing means anything. because yeah, you go- know
0: that the earth is going to blow up. So if they write a satisfying ending, I'll be totally happy with saying goodbye to the show after five seasons. Because really, season after season, nobody thought the show would fucking last and survive, and it, uh, it managed to uh, get better marginally and do crazy things. I heard it
2: has gotten a lot better. So yeah,
0: I mean, I think every season it get, it's it's improved. It's one of those things where. Ages of Shield should have like
3: started off as this little show, yes, and it should have become this behemoth, like kind of like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. where like it started off as this show, and then by the time that you get to the last season, it's just like this fucking huge spectacle. It should have yeah. like
0: flown under the radar and been really small scaled, and then built. I sure, agree, yeah, but that would have been neat. And what it did was just peter out. Right. Yeah, and then they didn't kind of know well, where they were well, going.
2: Well, I mean, it was the. It came out after Avengers, and everyone's like, oh, man, the Avengers, you'll watch them every week. And yeah. that was not what nope, the show was ever going to be. that's not evident. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'll tell you another show people aren't watching, and it's The Walking Dead, people. Oh, I quit on that. Okay, so you quit, you out. Damn! I, I have, I still haven't watched the last
2: three episodes before the mid-season. Walk
0: Dead, you hear that? Anthony quit you. Uh, the mid-season premiere uh, happened, and it was—I fell asleep during it, it. Was it was an hour and twenty minutes long, and it was the lowest-rated mid-season premiere ever ah. in the history of how many did they lose? The leave? show. Uh, let's look at the numbers, which is surprising because spoilers. Spoilers! <laughs> I don't care if you watched it or not. You knew at the break, Carl got bit. We saw the fate. You saw the death of a beloved character that has been on the show since the beginning and it debuts to the lowest midseason premiere ratings Carl ever. Carl is gone. You hit said, that spoiler button? We, nice. I did, I did. We said goodbye to Chandler Riggs. You literally watched the kid grow up. It was actually kind of touching. It was sad when you think about they showed clips from the first season and he's a little fucking kid. Like you saw him grow up. Sunday's premiere drew a 3.6 rating in adults and 8.3 million viewers. That's up slightly for the mid-season finale ratings in December, but still was the lowest rated Walking Dead mid-season premiere to date.
2: I mean, they've lost. So just to give some context, four years ago, yeah, season four they they were at fifteen point eight million. There you go. Now they're at eight point. They've lost basically half their viewers in four years.
0: <laughs> the mid season premiere was fifteen. Look, you, you look at you look yes. at the
2: last two years. Twenty seventeen yeah. they were at twelve million. Twenty sixteen yeah. they're at thirteen point six. So they were, they've just been losing. Huge fucking drop off.
0: Now look, it was nice rugs. You fell asleep. Yeah. What do you mean, think?
3: Aside I don't from know. Falling I felt asleep?
0: like I felt like. Uh, <laughs>
3: It was just taking too long. Uh, they did dra-
0: They dra- They dragged it out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they were really, was really
3: dra- dragging out the story. However, and I just fell asleep.
0: I felt, did you, what about fucking Terminator badass Morgan who was killing, they had to stop him from killing motherfuckers. He must have killed like 20 people.
3: Yeah, he was going. He
0: was like, the amped. Punisher. He was gone, dude. He would
3: kill them and make sure to the drive thing, a stick in his head. I just kept looking at his dumb armor. I'm like,
0: what does that do? <laughs> it's like the. What are they wearing that for? look like stupid. Well, like it's like finding like catcher's uh, padding and, and sports armor.
3: No, it's way more not armor than that. Come on, this is
0: like like
3: dirt bike armor. It's like not even doing anything.
0: Chandler, Chandler, Chandler Riggs off the show, whether he was fired or there was the whole thing about his dad being mad because he wanted to go to college and they screwed him. I don't know, but he's gone. And I don't know. I'm still watching the show, but yeah, no one else is apparently. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of uh, comic book related bits of uh, news that I thought were very interesting to wrap up the news segment. You guys, you ever get that not so fresh feeling? Uh, Anyone? All the time. All every the day. time, Ruggs? Well... Marvel Comics can help you out because they've teased a fresh start for their <laughs> entire line, starting at number one again. Oh, Why does this? Well, what sound... do they mean,
3: fresh start?
0: Why? Well, they're going to bring back
3: before this idea. Gonna... I
0: guess they're going to bring back the original Thor. You know, Thor went through that whole crazy transition where he wasn't worthy, then lost his arm, and then Jane Foster was Thor, and then he was another Thor, and then I don't know what the fuck happened. They're going to turn that back. They're going to start renumbering things again from number one. Uh, they want to give it a jumping off point. The reason oh this god—this
2: sounds like, I mean, <laughs>
0: this is the same thing they do every year. The, the reason this sounds familiar is according to this other Hollywood reporting article, uh, this will be the seventh restart since 2012. Oh, shit. Seven times. What the fuck, Marvel? You just went—you went from Amazing Spider-Man number one. You just went back to seven hundred on Amazing Spider-Man, and now you going to start again with number one. I don't—I'm—I'm I'm confused. I don't think this is a good jumping on point. I don't get what they're doing. They—they're uh, they, looking to do
3: something that's not going to happen. People are not going to read comic books other yeah. than the people who already read them. Uh, you might get maybe like a five percent more people.
0: That's it, dude. There is that is the that get, is the if issue. If you can
3: get anything, it's five percent. You have you're flooding the market with all
2: these fucking movies. You don't need to read the comic books anymore. No, the comic books number one aren't a moneymaker, and number two, it seems like what they're doing is they they keep doing this refresh reband so that you you buy all the you have number ones and everyone's like excited about a number one. So then, you know you you might get a little influx because oh it's a number one I'll buy it you know this a starting off point but it's the it's getting to the point of diminishing returns in my opinion because people now this is the seventh time you said they've done this
0: seventh time so, since 2010 so people are
2: wising up to this you know this is you, this isn't a gimmick this is obviously a gimmick that you know people can catch on to at this point i mean point. just
0: imagine the one title you've had like seven number ones and like right. so none of these like, things are fucking they worth it why did
2: they not anything.
3: need to make number ones in 40 years until now i don't know it's because it, they didn't weren't like, you could not watch a show other than a cartoon here or there of Marvel and DC. like right. and They were like paled in the comparison. They were like kiddie things yeah. compared to what they could do in the comics. So now you have so much video games and all this other bullshit. People uh, getting these comics for free online. There's a million sites you can get comic books online. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can BitTorrent a lot of that. So You don't even need the BitTorrent. There's sites. You can oh, just go this there. and... You could just read it. That's just true, there. actually. You just like read this, and it, it's all the pages are right there. You're like, this is great. So... I don't yeah. think this is... I mean, it's more the same. It's not going to help them. I think... So, I've heard Image is, is adopting this new kind of strategy. And I think this is, kind of makes sense. They're turning their books into seasons, like TV shows, like Netflix shows. They will put out, like, an eight-episode, eight-issue arc, and then take a break. And then they'll put out the trade. And then they'll come back for another arc. Uh, and it's giving artists the time is to eight draw better. enough? I mean, I think it depends. Like, Saga is doing eight-issue arcs. And so now it gives the artists 10. their artists more time to work on stuff where they're not on this monthly deadline where they have to work really it quickly it sounds like a mark miller thing yeah Ugh. it's very but it's it's following that but, like kind of netflix binge but that's uh, not, model. Enough.
3: It's not enough do you think that'll help
0: um no i mean i do <laughs>
3: think that it'll make it more collect easily collectible but yeah. even that's kind of a flimsy uh like book to get eight issues that's like yeah you know, i mean normally you get six right when you get a trade yeah
0: Depends on the eh, trade, Anthony. Would that do you like? No, do you no, think no. Uh, that'll help people coming into the comics if they take breaks and p- put them out in these seasons that are just story arcs in themselves you can follow?
2: I think it'll help a little bit, but I agree with Rugboy. It's just people don't really give a fuck about comics anymore. Look, yeah, no, it's it's it's, hard. it's it's one of those industries where it's it's if you're a kid, it's not all that accessible because. You walk into any like first off, comic book stores are dying. Yeah. Second, you walk into a store and it's like not cool. Like there's like it's thirty <laughs> to forty year old it's like it's like thirty to forty year old men that smell bad. Like that this isn't a very inviting envir- place to walk into. Not even all kid. the
0: Magic the Gathering play mats on the no, tables. like, like imagine the... like
2: walking in as a kid with your mom, and you see like
0: hey, toys, you see your, you see
2: your happy ass of it. Like you,
0: you, know, I mean? you know, you, <laughs> you want to hang
2: out there? Hey, kid, <laughs>
0: I mommy, mean, I'm scared, and he I,
2: don't, I just don't. I just don't think comic books as an industry. Yeah,
3: but you go to the video game store. The same smelly guys are there too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but kid, video games are yeah. cooler
2: than comics. Yeah, watching um... things is
0: cooler than reading playing yes. things but <laughs> well, look i think sucks i still occasionally go to pastimes and pick up my pull list, uh and so some of the things i'm still reading is saga and i am still reading amazing spider-man written still by the dan slot rugs are you buying or reading any of this no. <laughs> do you, Hair, I'm going to ask you a question. You could probably Why guess. Why do you keep asking me if I read Dan Slot? So I'm just going <laughs> to. And just you gonna, know that I don't. Uh, we're, look, we're just going to show you an example of how predictable maybe Slot's writing can be. Let's see if you can deduce what's going on right now in Amazing Spider Man Comics. Rugs, Hair, fill in the blank. Norman Osborne is now blank. I'll give you three guesses. Okay. Oh, I
3: can just guess whatever I want. Okay. Yes.
0: Norman Osborn is now blank. This just happened in like the last now issue. Now woman. <laughs> no, that was that's a good guess though. Is now Spider-Man. No, he's already done that with Doc Ock, so he wouldn't do that. What else yeah. would he do? He's
3: now a good guy. No, he's now Peter's uh like uh he's
0: he's taking care of Peter or something. Norman Osborn is now Carnage. He's bonded oh with the carnage. Oh my god, that's even worse than anything I can think of. I knew you would love the fact. That's that- That's awesome. I love the Red <laughs> Boy's reactions to this stuff. So this is fuck. I can't believe this. He he's bonded with the Carnage symbiote, but maintains control. Like he almost out. Uh, he outthought the symbiote and was like, "I'm in charge." But we are now carnage what i was like holy fuck oh my, my point God. is this is once dan slot is over we he's have the the red goblin oh the, yes he's gonna do it's gonna be the red goblin so it's gonna be like a green goblin carnage fucking mashup going after peter Ah, uh, that's kind of crazy but it's t- like what else do you do after doing every combination of course yeah how norman many Osborn, times can
3: you just put all the characters together in a blender norman Osborn is now carnage of course he is why not Yeah. You know what? I was close because Carnage close. is is part of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, and so that is like a backdoor way of making Norma Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald Spider Man. <laughs> no. Not,
0: what's, what's it? What are we talking about? Norman Meantime, Oswald? Doc Ock is in a <laughs> Peter Parker clone as the Superior Octopus, wearing a suit that's like white with spider eyes. Oh my Follow? god! I gotta. I want <laughs> Doc Ock. I want to white mine wet myself right okay. now. All of that is to say, we have the next creative team on Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, guess who it is? Well, mm-hmm. I know
3: of the artist is Ryan Otley. From, Ryan uh,
0: Otley, who comes from Invincible. Uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Robert Kirkman's book? He's he's interesting. He's a good. Uh, he's and I have a link. There's some art in this Amazing Spider-Man one. Uh, writing Amazing Spider-Man is Nick Spencer, the controversial Captain America Secret Empire writer. Oh shit! Oh, is yeah. uh, now what he's what's he gonna be? Is Peter gonna be a clone the whole time? Is Peter gonna be Hydra? Is that what happens? I don't know. I'm not reading it either. They're into the, they're really into the
2: let's piss people off sort of thing,
0: right? A little bit. They kind of like trolling, hey, uh, their audience. Comics. Is, I mean, no Especially one's reading them anyways, so see, whatever. Right? Uh, fuck it. But let's. I'm curious to see what Nick Spencer can bring to Spider Man. Like that's kind of exciting. Really? Are, you, Are you reading? I've been reading Amazing Spider-Man. Are you still? I just said I'm buying it. I bought it. That's what's happening. I read it. Oh, my gosh. I read Norman Osborn Becoming Wait, Was this the
2: first time you bought it in how long, or have you been keeping I, up? No, no I've been reading it the whole time. I've been reading it the whole time. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: I got I to I read my Spider-Man. It connects me back to a simpler time when I discovered comic books.
3: You know, it was a very sad time when I used to read Spider-Man all, my whole life, right? too. So Yeah. Just, that's it, man. Dan Slott just ruined it for Dan me. It. Well, Nick Spencer may I fucking, save it. I hung in through Paul Jenkins. I hung in through fucking everybody,
0: Nick man. Nick Spencer won't bring, bring you back, Rugs. No. <laughs> Who would bring you back? Who would bring know. you back? You should read the Chip Zdarsky one. It's very good. Anyways. If you were to write it, I'd, I'd probably. Oh, all right. Or if Scott Weinstein were to write okay. it, I would probably read we'll it. We'll get on that. Uh, that's the end of the news. Uh, I want to take just a couple minutes to talk about uh, Ryan Coogler's first movie. Came out in 2013 Fruitvale station that you can find on Netflix. It's got a 94% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.1 out of 10. He made this for $900,000, made him $17 million. Now for a first film, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. I was like, wow, this, this is pretty fucking good. It's a deep, uh, it's a tragic movie. Uh, It makes you think, uh, bail station I made it uh, seem
2: like last week that I'd seen it yeah I'd never actually seen it yeah but then and, now you watch it but I watched it yeah because Ryan Coogler in, cause yeah. Ryan and yeah. even before Rugboy messaged us yeah. I was like I'm gonna watch this movie it's on okay. Netflix yeah so
0: no, and I didn't know it was on Netflix, and I was like, "Fuck, I'll watch it too." And so, Michael B. Jordan, Anthony. What'd you think? I just want to talk, like, stylistically, some of the things we've seen, how he's grown in terms of uh, the you know his movie making. What'd you think of the movie, though? I mean,
2: his style definitely grown for sure. Like this movie has a lot of like cameras just following people walking. Yeah, like, shots. He loves yeah, the hand-held. tracking shot. clearly. Yeah, I mean, it, it stylistically for me there wasn't much there, but uh, honestly, I, I I just thought. Michael B. Jordan was solid, and the story was one of those where it was like just in th- a good enough story where you were like enthralled by what was happening on screen and, and you know feeling emotions. Yeah. Um, but I think Creed is a Creed is a way better film in terms uh-huh. of actually See, okay. seeing his style. Yeah,
3: he grows more as as a director, as a visual director. Right. Like um, in Fruitvale Station, it's all about the characters and the acting. Yeah. As I mean. The cinematic quality, as Anthony said, is, is not really much there. So, but you can see that he's a character driven guy. And that's yeah. why Black Panther, the characters are so important and they're so like well f- fleshed out. Yep. And they're interesting to watch because he really cares about the people on screen and in their story. So. And this is a powerful story to tell fruitville station. it's it's a it's a real story. It actually happened
0: inspired right. by uh, if you guys don't know, it's the story of Oscar Grant, a twenty two year old Bay Area resident who that uh, uh, ends up in a tragic uh, way at the end of the movie. Uh, on the New Year's two thousand, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It happened. He, he gets shot by the That's police. That's true. He gets he gets shot by the police, and you see it, and you're like, for no reason. Yeah, you're like, who trains cops to shoot someone in the back while they're laying face down? Apparently, the guy said he thought he was reaching for his taser uh but they they really weren't doing anything but throughout the movie you learn the good and the bad of Oscar Grant kind of like he's a he's a father he loves his kid he loves his mom but he also can't hold a job uh he's selling drugs he's trying to stop selling drugs thinking about the future he's got a temper he's got a temper he was in jail at one point but trying to to change his life around it's one of those movies where it's and you know
2: i i hate to like i'm not trying to criticize Ryan Coogler but the story is there that where it's good, it's going to make an impact regardless, so as long as you don't fuck it up. Right. Right. Really? I mean, really, you know, really, you just hire some good actors.
0: No, Shoot and the a lot scenes of it, yeah.
2: competently, and yeah. the story's there where it's, it's you're gonna you're gonna come walk out of that being feeling something.
0: But you do see his love for like the long take and and following characters and kind of letting the camera settle I did, there. I did like the the, the text messaging thing. I thought oh that was yeah, a nice when little, that popped up, yeah, that's yeah. that's very nicely that was integrated. Nice. Yeah, and you kind of feel like you are just an observer watching things happen, almost like you're eavesdropping sometimes, which I like. I like those kind of choices. Uh But yeah, man, Michael B. Jordan is just like because you don't really know. Like you, you feel for him, but you're like, maybe he's up to some bad shit, but he's like, What's up, bro? I'm gonna have to meet you outside, bro? And so he gets a little aggro. He gets a little intimidating, but he's like a he's a soft guy. So, you know Now, do you think that
3: that those cops were gonna do something fucked up no matter what happened? Um like, I kind they of were did, just they they kind of looked like they were looking for trouble.
0: Yeah, a little bit that one guy definitely did. The I kind main of looked guy. up
2: like what kinda of happened to yeah. them besides just the movie because obviously yeah. the movie
0: he takes every, a everyone of has liberties. an agenda right yeah. I mean, the movie yeah. even yep. has this yep.
2: agenda of portraying oscar granted yep. so i looked at you know what might have happened i don't know what i wasn't there but um i could see maybe this is me giving humanity a little bit more credit but i could see like a, a cop panicking grabbing the wrong gun yeah like thinking i don't know but when i don't want to defend the guy but i don't yeah. i don't know i don't know what i don't know what happened. It's a tragedy. It's it. Yeah, regardless, the guy the guy died for basically no Couple reason. Couple of
0: crazy things in real life regarding that incident where the the police never stopped that train to get witness testimony. All those people filmed the shit and watched it, and they let the train go to the next stop. So they didn't even really file a report of what happened. They filed some other report. There was a lot of like weird cover ups and shenanigans going on with this.
2: I mean, I did. I even in the film when. He Oscar grants or Oscar Grant is portrayed as like standing up and like putting his hands on the policeman, the policewoman, and separating her from the the his friend. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't do that. Yeah, you certainly he can't touch it, anybody.
0: Yeah. yeah, he touched her. So well, he did. He touch did. Her. I don't know. I, it, it's a movie, right? So it's I don't know movie. what happened. Yeah. And he right. does. He doesn't bel. Embell- he adds certain things, like the the scene with the dog. I think actually happened to him, and he just put it in there. So I like, think the big takeaway is that Michael B. Jordan is a good actor. Yeah. Michael that, B. Jordan's that's, a I great actor. You and you that. see, you see, Kugler out of the gate, cr- just very good with his camera, with his actors, crafting well, he's a great piece. competent in in getting a good take.
3: Yeah, Some mm-hmm. directors don't know what a good take is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he knows how to get a good
0: take, and you see, Ray. you see that you see it's so real. So uh, I, I mean, it's great. I'm gonna watch Creed, see how he evolves. Oh, you're uh, gonna love it when
2: you watch Creed. You yeah. should talk about what you thought on here.
0: Oh, absolutely. We will come back and touch base about Creed, but I highly recommend Fruit even, even with all the hype
2: it. around Black Panther. Yeah. Creed is still his best.
0: Now, Creed is his best. The his best movie. You yeah, think? yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent,
2: definitely. Because so,
0: yeah. I couldn't wait to watch
3: it a second time. Right.
0: I mean, I love that he is. Uh, you know, watching Black Panthers really got me excited about going back and watching his movies. I can't wait to watch Creed. Here's his next movie he's working on. It's called Wrong Answer, uh, written by him, written directed by him, but written by Rachel Aviv and Tana nehisi Coates writing the screenplay. Now, here's a question for yeah. you. Before you, are, do you have more on that? Well, here's what it's about. It's a math okay. teacher in Atlanta, scandalized when he looks to get funding for a school by altering his students' test score. So it sounds like another based-on-a-true-story kind of thing. What What are you more excited to see? Ryan Coogler's next film that he directs or
2: Michael yeah. B. Jordan's next role? That he's in.
0: Oh, yeah. shit. Man, either one of those would be great. We, right? Together, they're great. I mean, look, Michael B. Jordan was in fan Fantastic. He was the best thing in that movie. It wasn't his fault. So I don't
3: want to see uh, uh, that. I have I have two additional questions.
1: Yeah,
3: I have number one: if Michael B. Jordan was in wasn't in this movie, it wouldn't be as good. Number one,
0: yes. No, Oh Fruitvale, Oh Fruitvale yeah. Station. Yes, all three of all three. Yes, all three.
3: So I think that uh, there is something to be said about Michael B. Jordan being the star mm-hmm. of these movies. His charisma really takes the movies to another level. I don't think it would have been as uh, as I don't
0: know. It may not have been as strong of a movie without him. Well, I mean, look, the pairing of when an actor finds a director that they really gel with, that's always a, a great pairing. You know, you've, you've seen it time and again with Scorsese as his guys and Tarantino as his guys. Spike Lee has his people uh, that come back. So I, I just love watching that grow because you got two really confident people telling a story. Shit, I don't know. I'm I'm excited I think that for Michael B. Jordan's best acting is in is in three is in the Coogler movies. I, do, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So he clearly knows how to get the best performance I, out. I of I would him.
2: agree that his acting overall is the. I mean, I I saw him in uh, Fantastic Four. I saw him in that like dating movie with Zac Efron. He's in
0: Chronicle.
2: He's in Chronicle. Oh, well,
0: he is in Chronicle. But I, his He's best performances.
2: Man. I think him and Coogler are another thing going. He
0: pulls out his best, uh, his best well, look, performances.
3: The guy that did Chronicle did Fantastic Four, and he wanted him in that movie too. Right. So oh, he's yeah. impressing all kinds of directors. That's true. When
2: That's true. So. Huh. I'm more excited. I mean, I'm more of a. I don't. I don't appreciate directing as much as acting. So I, I'm more excited for Michael B. Jordan's.
0: So he's role. uh This came out. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's going to be in the TV movie version of that book for Fahrenheit 451.
2: I remember reading that book when yeah. I was like in eighth grade. So this, he, that's this is the
0: perfect thing to come out now too. Yes. And he's playing Guy Montag. I've never read the book, but that's coming out this you year. You know what this is about, right? It's uh where they burn the books uh controlling information and controlling people.
3: Yeah, it's basically yeah, the future where uh books are considered to be a threat to the way of life because uh they have Conflicting
2: opinions.
0: Wow, he plays the lead in this, directed by Raman Barani. You know where this is being dis- distributed? Uh, uh, it will I think say, be HBO, right? Ooh, HBO. It, oh, it's an HBO show, dude. It stars Michael B. Jordan, Sophia Botella, Michael Shannon. Uh, wow, great cast already. Yeah, it's about a fire oh, guy. Totally Montag. There. Guy Montag is the lead. The job as a fireman is to burn all books, questions, questions, his actions after meeting a young girl begins to rebel against society. Dude, he's playing. Well, I, again. I remember reading the book and I was like, this is pretty. This is pretty dope. Heavy, yeah. <laughs> and then he's doing Creed 2 also uh, at the same time. Pre-production on Creed 2. So, yeah. All good shit. Check out Fruitvale Station and I will now watch Creed. And we'll get back to you. We'll talk about that. Okay, I got some mailbag and audio comment to wrap up the show. John Pilati Jr. checking in, saying halfway through the last episode, and I realized that one of the best parts of the show is Rugboy doing his Stan Lee imperson- impersonation. Not anymore. I loved it the last time that he did it, and the world, me, wants to hear more of it. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy, Pilati. <laughs> we gave you that earlier. Bill Vincent. Uh, writes, maybe one of my favorite episodes about our Black Panther review, because I finally agree with Rugboy on a movie review. Oh, so this guy's got bad taste. Which feels <laughs> like he it hasn't happened in a while, with the exception of The Last Jedi. And got to hear some talk about my Eagles. Loved most recent episodes, guys. Wakanda forever. Thanks, Bell. He must be from Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, new listener joined our Facebook group, Matt Miller. He sent this in today. He says, hey, guys, I never listened to podcasts before. I stumbled upon your show, and I absolutely love it. The coverage of sports, barely, and more so the nerd news, allows me to geek out hard anywhere. And I always get looks when I laugh out loud, forgetting I'm around the normies in the world. But love the show overall, the personalities and content. So keep it coming. Also, a shout-out will give me a geek motor. Geek motor. There it is, Matt. Matt. Wipe yourself up, Matt. That's clean up after yourself. <laughs> uh, make jizzes. sure you clean up. Uh, thanks for listening, Matt. David Malofsky just tweeted at Really Boy. I just watched Black Panther again. You're right about the X Men music cues.
3: Thank you for the vindication. I said Validation that's my tweet. The
0: for the rugs, I still don't remember. And finally, we have here an audio comment with a couple of questions.
5: Here it is. What's up, dudes? This is Chaz Hibbert. I really have been enjoying how uh, interested in my name Imran seems to be. <laughs> yes. uh, I've seen a lot of clickbait stuff on the interwebs about how Michael B. Jordan's performance as Killmonger compares to Heath Ledger's as the Joker. I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on that, even though you kind of already did your Black Panther stuff. And uh, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Everybody's been on about asking Anthony Jock questions. How much of a uh, boost do you think Canelo is going to get for fighting... On Cinco de Mayo with his rematch with Triple G, I have no idea what that means. The second I, part, what
2: you want, do you want me to answer that first? Let's work backwards. How I mean, a, a boost. I, I don't really know what he's getting. What, at. what, what is he talking about? I, I, I would, if he's assuming that like he's going to feel like he might win because he's fighting on Cinco de Mayo, um, like because he'll have more fan support, uh, that really has no factor um, in in terms of his fighting. The crowd, the crowd isn't in there with him. And the last time he fought Triple G, I mean, he was it was a pro Canelo crowd anyway. So fighting on Cinco de Mayo is really no factor in terms. This of, is MMA. This is boxing. Oh,
3: it's boxing. I always <laughs> feel more powerful on
2: uh, Fourth of July.
0: <laughs> Not Cinco de Mayo.
2: So it's Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin. They're two of the best Ooh. at their weight. Ooh, uh, they had a, a boxing match uh, last fall, and it ended in a draw. Although I thought Triple G won. Um so they're having a rematch basically.
0: Nice. Okay. Well Chaz. I hope as, you I don't, I don't, it,
2: maybe he can like clarify what he means by a okay. boost. Because if he thinks if he's saying that like a boost in terms of Gives like, him an advantage. Gives him an advantage, I, it, no. Not just really.
0: The, it's just the day. It's just a day.
3: <laughs> it does not matter. Right. I need to get into a fight on the day of a Romanian puppet holiday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I rest during that day. As for his other question, wow, Eric Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan, Eric Killmonger up against Heath Ledger Joker. No. Right. I'll tell you why. Okay. You're saying, you're saying Joker is still
3: top because there's a precedent. People know what the Joker is. Yeah. Killmonger's a blank slate. He can make it whatever he wants.
0: Yes, I think. So yes, there's Ledger, no
3: precedent. Ledger had a. a I'm not a saying that it detracts from his performance. Right. His performance was great, but I just think that's a that's a bigger cross to bear when you're mm-hmm. doing a character.
2: I would I would agree too. Like yeah. when 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 you take a big risk like that, yeah, and then you deliver, it's going to be remembered for a long time. Also, two other things that role he was given more to do. Like he was in that film for a lot longer than Killmonger was in Black Panther. Yes. 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 And I I hate to, I don't hate to say this, but it's just acknowledging facts. Heath Ledger died, you know, know, while this movie was about to come out. So that makes him like just live in infamy. Like, Oh my gosh. Like plus he was, was his one of his last roles. He was deep method into this.
3: The thing about um, Killmonger is that even though his performance was great, the story was very accessible to people. Everybody could kind of access those feelings of that he was feeling a uh, kind of uh, passed over or abandoned. Right. Yeah. Yes, yep. So uh, people can identify yeah. with that, and uh, the Joker's such a harder thing to identify with.
0: Right. I mean, I I agree with you guys. I still you got to give it to Ledger because of the method into this character. He had a tougher hill to climb playing this character, and and there's just something about, it's, like, so real about his portrayal. Like, you could see a motherfucker snapping and doing that. Like, I don't know what it is. It seems so gritty and well, real and scary. there's a lot more scary. mystery
2: to it, too. Yes, and also, you know? you're
0: right. You, Kill, Killmonger's whole arc could have been uh, padded out a little bit. We could have used a little bit more uh, about, because it was very quick. He shows up, he takes the throw and everything, so it was very convenient and quick, whereas you got to spend a lot of time with the Joker. And a lot of times you were like, what you, what the fuck? This guy's crazy. Like you didn't know what he was going to do. Unpredictable from the moment he gets on the screen. So I I'll think, give,
2: I'll give credit to, Michael B Jordan doing Killmonger in, in this respect the fact that someone even bring that up as a discussion is is a credit to what Michael yeah. B Jordan No did he's role.
0: absolutely up in the pantheon of the great villains with you know uh Ledger's he's Joker. In pantheron. He's in the pantheon. He's in the pantheon. I mean he's uh he's definitely got a place up there. Now if we could find out more about him uh give him a if he speaks more than just a couple of phrases at a time that would uh, that would have been great but we're not plus you're right they killed him and they didn't kill uh, the Joker in the movie. So good question, Chaz. Thanks for, uh, Ch- I think Chaz's name is funny. Cause I knew a dude named Chauncey Hollingsworth III. And, uh, is the third. And he was like a web developer. It's the guy who taught me how to like build web pages. And he was a cool little hipster, dude. But his name was Chauncey. So Chaz reminds me of Chauncey. I just remember that from Charles in charge. Oh, Chaz. Charles in charge. Thanks everyone for writing in and listening. Uh, Check out a voice from the underground podcast where I did the black Panther review. It's episode 18. I'll put a link in the show notes rugs. Where can the people find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at really rug boy. Come, come say hello. And evaluate my tweets. Evaluate them, grade them, mark him for grammar. Uh, you want to buy some merch? Visit our shop, slash shop Merchandising. Merchandising. People, your Schwartz is larger than mine. Hmm. Uh, and of course, tell a friend. Spend the geekery. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Hey, we'll hear you next time. Your Schwartz is as big as mine. That was the line. I got the line wrong, then. Yes. Correct me. I correct you. Use your shorts well. T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a moss. Spider-Man. Ask. Spider-Man. Excel, one. Enough said, true believer. Jack Kirby, you can suck my dick. Has anybody seen $1.4 million? <laughs> Has anybody? I left it somewhere. Who took my checkbook? <laughs> Have you seen my checkbook? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Y'all crazy.